0: Hello, talkers. In this episode, I'm talking about the healthcare system in the United States. It's el sistema de salud en los Estados Unidos. El sistema muy complicado de salud en los Estados Unidos. Okay. And now, this is not like a full summary or like a Wikipedia page summary of... The health system and how it works exactly with all of the little details. Okay, this is a personal story that explains how things work and some of the challenges. So, okay, I did ep- a few episodes a couple of weeks back. ...about how I broke my nose, right? Me quebré la nariz jugando basketball, okay? So, long story short, I first went to the emergency room, which didn't really help. Then I went to a specialist, right? An ENT doctor, okay? ENT is ears, nose, and throat. In Spanish, it's that crazy word. It's like otorrin... Something like otorrineo, doctoro, no sé qué, okay? It's some big word, but ENT doctor, right? So I went to this doctor... And it's funny because like the way it works in the United States is I have health insurance, Tengo Seguro Medico, okay? And it's through the company that I work for. Supposedly, it's, you know, it's like a good health insurance program. Now, it's one of the cheaper ones because it's, I didn't choose like the highest option. It has a high deductible, right? Okay, so basically... Yeah, if I'm, like, out of my network, which is an important thing we're going to talk about. If I'm out of my network and I don't have any coverage, like, I might have to pay up to, like, 5000 or $10,000 for for some sort of health service that's like my max okay that's my deductible i can't remember if it's five thousand or ten thousand anyway more on that in a minute but the point is i do have health insurance you'll see tengo seguro medico and it's not like bad it's blue cross blue shield it's supposed to be like a good you know good health insurance company right so when i was scheduling this appointment with the ent provider uh, the first thing you have to do, this is always something you have to do in the US. Whenever you want to see, especially if you want to see any sort of specialist doctor, you have to call your insurance company, you call the number on the back of your card, you wait for five or ten or twenty-five minutes while they're <laughs> while you're on hold listening to their music. Your call is important to us. The next available representative, blah blah blah. blah, blah okay. You wait and then you have to ask, Who are the providers in my network? dores los doctores especialistas en esta área que están en mi red de cobertura, okay? Because every insurance company has a coverage network, okay? Una red de cobertura. That that's why it's a mess, right? Any doctor, any service. This goes for like ENT doctors, for Primary care doctors, doctores de cabecera, okay? Psychologists, psicólogos. Everybody, they always have a network of insurance or certain insurance providers that they work with, right? So everything depends on your insurance. Todo depende de tu seguro, donde puedes ir, okay? And it's a mess to try to figure it out, okay? So, call the number on the back of the insurance card. They gave me a list of providers. These are the ENT providers that your insurance will cover you at, okay? So, I found the first one. All right, I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to talk shit about him on the podcast. I almost did. <laughs> I thought about it. Not like he's ever going to listen to this. He's a nice guy, right? It's not his fault that the system is stupid. But so anyway, he was in my network. I'm like, all right, made an appointment. Okay, made an appointment. And actually, now that I think about this, I, I maybe I know why. Maybe this is bad karma. It's because when I went into his office that day. I lied about the COVID symptoms. When they asked me, have you had any COVID symptoms? You know, have you had any cough, any sore, you know, runny nose, whatever. I said, no, I had had a sore throat. Okay. Yo había tenido un dolor de garganta un poquito. Pues yo tenía unos sintomas de COVID. I was thinking it. I was even thinking, I'm like, yeah, I pretty much lied there. I've had a little bit of COVID symptoms, but whatever. I got to get my nose fixed because they said that you have to fix it within one to two weeks. Otherwise, you're never going to get it back to the same shape. So I was being selfish, right? Estaba muy egoísta pensando, okay, si sí, tengo dolor de garganta, pero whatever. Hay personas que están entrando aquí todos los días con sintomas de COVID y es algo que los doctores pues están trabajando con eso. Todos están usando su protective gear, equipment, whatever. Necesito que me arregle mi nariz y me vale pff, si tengo un poco de dolor de garganta. Okay, so... I lied about the COVID symptoms, and maybe that's that's the karma here. So anyway, I'm in his office. They said that my insurance was going to cover this, right? I go in there, and him and his assistant, they talk to me. They look at my nose, and they say, well, yes, it is broken slightly, obviously. So there's two things that we can do, okay? dos opciones. So the first option is I can try to fix it right now. I can give you a little anesthetic, some numbing stuff that we put into your nose, and then I can use my tools and push it back into place. That's one option. Or we can do a full surgery, right? Where I put you asleep, I give you general anesthesia briefly, and then we do it surgically. And I prefer the surgical method because it's more comfortable for me, it's more comfortable for you, it's easier for everybody. That's what he said. He me dijo dos opciones. El primera opción hacerlo sin una cirugía solo con una anestesia local, ya lo hacemos ahora o cirugía que sería la preferida para nosotros los dos, que requiere otra cita obviamente, otro día. So in my head I'm thinking like I don't want to make a surgery appointment like do you have any I have no idea how long that would take right and I had already gotten off work that's the other hard thing like I had to take a couple hours off work on this particular day which is not easy it's never easy to do that you know to go somewhere and take off work in the middle of a Wednesday I think it was and I'm like if I make a surgery appointment I'm gonna have to miss another half day of work it's gonna be a whole mess I don't know how long it's gonna take and I don't know how much it's gonna cost okay no se sé cual va a ser el costo especialmente porque el so I'm like, yeah, if we can do it today, let's do it today, right? So he's like, okay, and so. Like I said, very nice guy. I liked him. You know, me cayó muy bien, doctor. Anyway, so he numbs my nose up. It kind of smelled funny. It felt funny and everything, all right? And, um, like, it, it was kind of goofy for the, while I was in there and for a little bit afterwards. But then he just takes some of his tools, and, like his little herramientitas. He, he starts pushing. And long story short, he's, like, pushing for one minute. And we didn't feel anything. We didn't feel anything. And then all of a sudden, click. Escuchamos el click. And the nose went right back into place, and it's funny because, and it didn't really hurt. Honestly, I know it sounds kind of gross, but like it didn't hurt very much. And I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, oh, it's fixed. It's good. And it's funny because when it happened, my brother was telling me. My brother was playing basketball with me when it happened, and he's like, yeah, I can't tell if it's really broken, but we should just push it back in there. <laughs> we should push it back in there. That's what they do with like the boxers. And el boxeo, verdad? Alguien pues se quiebra la nariz, whatever. Se golpea alguien en la nariz, and then the trainer just like pops it back in. They push it back in, right? Really quick, boom, okay? And he's like, we should just do that, and he was kind of joking, but like, it probably would have been a good idea, right? So then I'm good, you know, like, I'm good, and I even, I got the bill, recibí la cuenta de la sala de emergencia, where I'd gone the week before, and that was the one I was worried about, because whenever you go to the emergency room, like, they could charge you, like, $2000 just for walking in the door. Like it's anyway, long story short, my insurance covered some of that. So I only had to pay 300 and some dollars for that. And 300 and some dollars maybe does sound like a lot, but it was less than I was expecting, okay? So 300 some dollars, 300 y algo, no recuerdo, para la de la sala de emergencia. And like with my financial situation, it's not great, but like I can do that. I can just pay $300 and be like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. No hay problema. Ya lo pagué." Okay? So we're good there. Then, <laughs> yesterday, I get an email. I haven't got the official bill in the mail yet, but I got an email from the ENT doctor's office where they told me that my insurance was covering this or that I was in, in the network, right? So I get this bill, and it says basically 3000 It's like over $3,000, and it says the insurance is covering zero. There's like two parts. There's a $3,000 part. And it like explains the details. $3,000 for that visit with him where he pushed my nose back into place. We didn't even do the surgery. Okay. Ni siquiera hicimos la cirugía. Hicimos lo de él, poner un poco de anestesia local. No sé cómo se llama esta cremita que pone en mi nariz. Luego empuja con su her- herramienta y me cobran $3,000. Okay. Over 3000 Almost 4000 total. And like the insurance apparently is covering like a small portion. Like, a couple hundred dollars for one aspect of it. But, like, basically, it's not covering the actual part where he pushed my nose back into place. So, apparently, I haven't, like, I'm going to argue with the insurance company on Monday because it's Saturday today as I'm recording this. But, anyway, so, and and maybe, who knows, by the time this episode releases, this episode is going to release at, like, the beginning of August, probably. And it's July 9th right now because I'm, like, three weeks ahead with these episodes. That's the way I do it. But, anyway, so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue with the insurance company or somebody on Monday. Voy a llamar a alguien, la compañía de seguro médico, el lunes para de- decir, oye, me dijeron que eso iba a ser cubierto, que ese tipo, ese doctor, ese cabrón, no, he's a nice guy, like I said, ese doctor está en mi red de cobertura. ¿Por qué me están cobri- uh, cobrando $3,000? ¿Por qué no se cubrió casi nada? Okay? The other ridiculous part about this, and by the way, I don't have like $3,000 to pay right away. I have to pay like a payment plan, you know, como un plan de pagos de 168 dólares cada mes por cada 18 meses, es como un es como una hipoteca. Caraca. Uh, I'm like about to start like swearing in my mix of Spanish and Portuguese here. Literally, it's like a it's like a car payment, como un pago mensual para un carro. So that's the point is like there's all like this. The health system in the U.S. is very complicated. And if you're not careful, even if you try to be careful, you can get charged a lot of money for something. And I'm not sure how this is going to end up right. As you can tell, I'm not like too upset about this. Like, yes, this is a financial Problem for me, like I'll survive, I'll be okay, either way. But it is a financial problem, it's a big financial burden if I'm gonna actually have to pay these $3,000, even if it's over a period of 18 months, right? Entonces, $3,000 es mucho, es mucho. Incluso si sea durante 18 meses o el plan de pagos que me, que me dejan hacer, ¿verdad? Pero estoy en deuda a ese hospital por un tiempo. And like I said, I thought that this was going to be covered by my insurance. And the most ridiculous part of it is that this service like I said, we didn't even do the surgery. I was inside this doctor's office for 20 minutes in the room with him and his assistant. He was in there for like eight minutes. You know how it is with doctors. Like he came in and went back out. He was in there for like eight minutes. Ocho minutos, right? Conmigo. And all he did, I don't know, like, I I don't know what the cost of, you know, of these little tools he uses, the little metal tool to push or the little cremita, the little ointment, the anesthetic, whatever that he put into my nose. I think there was like a spray tube, but it was like nothing. Like, you know, anything. You just put the anesthetic up in there real quick. Push on the nose. For that service, $3,000. $3,000. Para hacer esto. Ocho minutos con el doctor. Un poco de anestesia local. Una cremita básicamente y un spray. Y un empujoncito con una herramienta de metal. Click. $3,000. My brother was right. We should have just pushed it back into place ourselves. Take the risk of messing it up and just push it back into place ourselves. But I didn't do that, of course, at the time because I was scared. So I went with the medical system, which my nose is good right now. Thank goodness. And I'm now probably in a $3,000 debt to this hospital. So. There you go. That's the medical system in the United States and it is a very good system. Here's what I will say. The United States medical system is great for emergency medicine. Si tienes una emergencia de verdad, tienes que ir al hospital algo muy urgente, el sistema de salud de emergencia aquí en los Estados Unidos excelente. El sistema de salud de largo plazo para enfermedades crónicas no es muy bueno en mi opinión o para salud, digamos, por lo general a largo plazo no es muy bueno y tampoco <laughs> es muy Justo, porque es muy costoso y no es como los países donde dan básicamente um, pues tratamiento de salud gratuito yo sé que es un tema complicado que tiene que ver con la economía y la política y pues capitalismo y, y socialismo y todo el cuento it's very complicated okay Comp- complicated economics of it and there's no perfect system out there but so like I said I'm not saying that the U.S. medical system is dog shit. It's, it's not, it has its pros and cons. I'm just telling the story to explain how things work, like I said. So, anyway, um, yeah, talkers, I hope that was interesting and useful. And, um, you know, if nothing less, I can tell you that at least I did record this episode and all of the previous ones over the past couple weeks with a straight nose again. So that's good. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.